This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe, and notifier button so you can be aware whenever a new episode is available. Also, leave a comment and a review. We would really appreciate that. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale. I'm your host. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. And we've got my co-host Kat Shearer and special friends, Alex and Jake Gazan. Hey guys. So I'm so excited to have you both on. Um, You have become one of my favorites, Alex. Uh, You were so calm and cool and collected at Granite Games when you came up and talked to me before the event even started, I was like, does she even know she's competing for the CrossFit Games? Thank you. I feel like staying calm is like the only way to like make it through the weekend. Yeah, and and Jake came up and introduced himself. Um, it was so cool kind of meeting you guys. Um, but yeah, and before we came on air, um, Alex shared that she didn't even tell Jake that he was going to be on a podcast today. Yeah, So was- he got a nice welcome surprise. It was awesome. Um, we woke up and I always like kind of, kind of play jokes on her and told her, oh, it's 9.30. She jumped up and was freaking out a little bit. So it was awesome. Well, you guys, you guys don't spend a ton of time together. I mean, it's kind of nice that we got you for an hour of your alone time because you guys live in different places for a mm-hmm. big chunk of the year, correct? Yeah, four months. So. We appreciate it. Yeah. So what, what is it that you do, Jake? Um, I do fire prevention down here in, down here in Southern California. I work for Pepperdine university and also Calabasas, um, the city of Calabasas. So it's a lot of chainsaw weeders, um, cutting fire breaks. Yeah. Yeah, And for people that don't know that that's to prevent wildfires, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's cool. Um, back in the Woolsey fire, when it came through Malibu and Pepperdine University, they um, they completely stopped the fires over around Pepperdine, and they actually made us a plaque. And also in Calabasas, um, same thing. There's multi-million dollar houses, and it was really cool to watch our fire breaks actually hold and do some good. That's that's a really wealthy area, right? For sure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's I am. Um, so- I, I heard a story about uh, somebody that I know who hi- had to hire someone. There are actually companies that you hire to move things out of your home when fires are coming. Like if you have an expensive art gallery or, you know, like valuables, and these are people that have like multiple homes, right? So they're maybe living on the East Coast, but they have this home, you know, in a vineyard or Napa Valley or wherever. And they actually hire people to go into their house and take stuff out that's, that's, you know, insured and and really valuable so that it doesn't get harmed in fire, which like who thought that's an even its own industry? Yeah, Yeah. I didn't even know about that. money <laughs> yeah there's a he drove i wouldn't me through, know about that <laughs> yeah he drove me through one of the areas that he works at because he works like where all the famous people live and like the houses it's just like nuts like they're multi-million dollar like 12, houses like 12 million dollar houses it's like crazy yeah. don't feel like you're looking at castles you're just like whoa i'm like i'm good with our little studio <laughs> <laughs> i want to go knock on the door and ask hey do you have an extra room yeah right yeah so it's funny that you you do that because I used to live in the Florida panhandle and I heard about like fire breaks, 
but yeah. only when the fire was going on, like trying to get ahead of the wildfire. But you actually do it before the fire even starts. Exactly. So we start in, um, let's say, April, and then we just have, you know, go until about August, um, just six days a week, just cutting all the all the fire breaks. It's really fun. So. It is not yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just really good at staying positive. It's hard work. It's really hard work. Yeah. Are do you do you get the rest of the year off or are there um, is there like can, desk work that you need to do? I'm kind of like a handyman on the side. Um so okay. I go back to Vegas to do a lot of construction, handyman stuff. So Cool. But this is like my main work season. Um, Alex, do you have a do you have a honeydew list for Jake? I Sorry, what's a honeydew list? <gasps> you don't know what a honeydew list is? So that's um, typically wives will make their husbands a honeydew list, and it's like, you know, change the ceiling fan, oh. you know, or go out and fix the fence and, and all that. He kind of does stuff. that. He does that on his own. I'm not really, I don't even <laughs> really pay attention. You're not no, the initiator I... of the honeydew list? No. no. Okay. <laughs> But like, I appreciate because they're like, we need to change the air filter. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, is there a checklist when Jake's away for you to do uh, to make sure everything's kept up at the house? Uh, a a like, water the plants. Yeah, water the plants. That's about it. <laughs> we got some trees in front of our house, and um, it's always always ask her to do that. But maybe change the air filter. Change the air filter, <laughs> and then. But I did that this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's not too many. No. So, you know, just working out. So yeah. working out. So how did yeah. you how did you guys meet? Let's get to the root of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I met him at the CrossFit gym uh, when I first started. And did you like peer across the classroom and you saw this guy lifting weights and you're like, ooh. You want to hear from, well, I'll tell you from my point of view. I walked in. And he was shirtless and sweaty because he was just getting done. Um, and I remember we shook hands. He was like, I'm Jake. And I was like, wow, that guy's really hot. But, like, we were both – well, I was in a relationship at the time. So I was like, okay, I can't, like, give it any more time of day because that would be, like, disrespectful. Um, well, but, I had a girlfriend, too, and, at that time. Well, I didn't know that. But so. that was my point yeah. of view, <laughs> meeting him. Yeah. And, Jake, so your point of view? Um, so I actually – I saw a picture of her. A long time ago, like three years before we met, and we live in a really small town, and like everyone should know, like everyone, but I had no idea who she she was, and um, I thought she was pretty, but didn't really do much more than that. And I saw her walk in the gym, like I think that's that girl. I think is really pretty, <laughs> and uh, I had a girlfriend at the time, and uh, that kind of just fizzled out. And Karen McAdams. Um, one of the coaches. one of the coaches there at the gym. She kind of had us do accessory work together, and had us always do partner workouts together, and it just kind of grew into this relationship. It was really fun. So, so Kat, I didn't I didn't know that um, matchmaking was part of the L one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. What's the awesome. age difference between you guys? Uh, three three years. Yeah. I'm. I was 2001. He's 1999. But like, it's either two or three years, depending yeah. mm -hmm. on that time of year. Mm -hmm. And it, so, what was your first date? We had uh, well, okay, a real like a real date. I honestly, I didn't know half of our dates were dates or not because I didn't know if he liked me or if we were just friends. So, 
Yeah, I was I was trying to be very, very respectful. Like, I wouldn't kiss her, wouldn't even really, we like, didn't I wouldn't even touch ta- her. Like, it was very, very friend zone mm-hmm. But, like, we went to the movies, <laughs> we went to dinner, he paid, but there was just, like... I like the biggest, most prom. No, but that was, like, that wasn't even close to the first date. Oh, yeah, but, like, that's... Oh, yeah. That's no, there was, me. like, months of, like, dinner, movies, hanging out, but it was very, like, do we like each other, do we not? But neither of us did anything, so it took a while. Was that the plan, Jake, or were you just like timid, respectful? Um, both, I feel like, but I was very picky about who I would go and try to date, if that makes any sense. I, um, like there's a girl and she loves to go to parties or, you know, like to drink. I just, I was very picky about that. So I'd kind of test the waters and ask questions and, um, you know, figure that kind of stuff out. So. I guess it was just a lot of dates trying to get to know Oh network, my gosh. So. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so w- when was the moment that you knew she was the one? Oh boy. Oh. oh um, what? No, no, I thought he was going to ask a different question. Oh, um, to be honest, I think it was just a slow buildup to it. I don't think there was ever just like one, one moment. Um, to be honest, I don't remember. Yeah. So. I'd agree with that. I feel like it was definitely just like a linear progression upward rather than like, oh, we're going to get married. Who said I love you first? I did. <laughs> For sure. And did you did you say it back right when he, when he said it? No. Nope. <gasps> heartbroken. No. How does no, that I t- work? I told her at the CrossFit Games, we went to, was, it 2000, was that the 2018? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. We went to the CrossFit Games and I told her I loved her there. So Was it like she was about to go on and you were just like, I love you. No, no. I wasn't competing. Was... We were just spectating. Um, okay. No, we were just hanging out. I gave him a kiss and was like, thank you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, thank you is the worst response <laughs> for a guy. Yeah, it's the sucks. worst. Hey, we're married, so I'm happy. Oh, <laughs> it worked great. out. How long did it take take for you to reciprocate, Alex? Do you remember? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was like a month. Maybe, a little, maybe a little bit sooner. Yeah. Like how many more times did you, after that, did you, did you not say it again? Jake, were you just like, oh, okay, no, too I soon? I'm pretty sure I kept saying it. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm very straightforward with stuff. I'm like, if I, if I like you, I'll tell you a I like you, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, it took me a little bit. I don't remember. I think I, well, I was like a lot more hesitant when we started dating. Like I did not like, like he was saying, he was very picky and very, like, if he was dating someone, it was for a reason. I was more, like, when we first started dating, like, because I was 16, so I was like, oh, like, I'll date him for a year, then I'm going to, like, go to college, and we're probably not going to oh, stay together. So, like, I was very cautious. Like, I feel like I probably subconsciously, like, didn't even let myself, like, think about, like, oh, like, falling in love or this or that. Um, so it took me a while to, like open my mind up to actually like staying in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. and jake um presumably you knew sort of a little bit about uh, alex's background you know Uh, like the family of her family life and things like that did that give you pause or so in the very beginning when we were just kind of going to the gym and hanging out Mm -hmm. i didn't really know much about like her family um probably took me about a month maybe a month and a half to you know, start to figure out stuff about that. 
but by then I felt, you know, felt like I kind of knew her. So I definitely didn't like some of the, the, the some of that stuff, but kind of worked around it for sure. Like I think mm-hmm. my family was super. Open. Oh, they're well, they, very they very nice. Like, like her family's amazing. Sure. Uh, my dad was like wanting us to get married like the first day he met. Oh Jake. yeah, we were. Uh, we were at a restaurant. It was pretty funny. Yeah. He was like, so, "So when's the wedding?" And this was when I was like, Mm-mm. "Yeah, right." <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I I love her dad. Her dad's awesome. I mean, he's he's yeah. definitely made some mistakes, but he's a really nice guy. So he's a very kind guy. But all of that background made Alex who she is today, right? And that's this very strong and mature twenty-year-old, like. Oh, and sure. was that some of the stuff that attracted you to her? Oh, for sure. I, she is, hundred percent one of the most mature women I've I've met. You know, her age. It's, she's she's amazing, and all the other girls that were, you know, her age or whatever were, going out and doing not not the best best things. You know. So it's pretty cool to uh, be with someone like her. So was there something that gave you that um, that moral compass that you wanted, you didn't want the party scene, you didn't want any of that stuff going on? Um, I'd say, well, my dad kind of brought me up in a you know, really good way of, um, how do I explain it? How would you explain that? Well, it's your line. I can oh, give yeah. you my point of you can view. Give, yeah, give me your point of view. Based off like what he's told me and what I know like his mom struggled with mm-hmm. substance abuse and like he doesn't talk to her to this day um yeah so that was probably the start of things like she was like really hardcore doing stuff and then his dad also kind of like made a point to show him what life would look like if you fall down that rabbit hole like there's like some more less ritzy areas of california that he showed jake like yeah, hey like I'm- you got to work hard and like follow the straight and narrow or this could happen and i feel like that's based on when, what you told well, me yeah when i was younger i wanted to be a navy seal and um since i since i was like eight that was like my goal so my dad would always have me do workouts always trying to put me on the right path like if this you know you're not gonna be a seal if you're going out doing drugs drinking staying up at night um going to parties you're not gonna be able to do that well it turns out i'm colorblind to red and green so i couldn't do it anyway but um he'd go and go through it's kind of kind of harsh but he'd go through different part, parts of california when we're working like hey these people who are on the side of the road living in tents they're probably doing stuff that you know i know it's really harsh but they're probably doing drugs probably you know so he, he brought me up that that way and um my mom also you know had some addictions and probably well i was probably 12 when i stopped talking to her because of that so I brought, I got brought up in that way too, seeing that same, same term. So. And, and you're close with your dad. You work with him to this day, right? I'm um, extremely close to him. Um, I see him every day. It's, it's pretty cool to be able to be my age and be able to see my, you know, your dad all the time. So. Yeah. It's cool that you had that example growing up too. Oh, for sure. No, it's, I wouldn't. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. He's always there. So. Do you have siblings, Jake? I do. I have a an older sister. She's 24. She lives in Oregon. And then I also have a brother who is 14 and a sister who is 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that bl- yeah. a blended blended family? Your dad 
remarried yeah. or had other kids? Yeah. So I have a, um, like a, my oldest sister is like my full blooded sister and then I have two mm-hmm. half siblings. But Does she have a her. relationship with your mom, your older sister? Kind of, not really. Um, she was originally living with my, with my mom. And then when she was 16, moved, moved in with us. Okay. But she didn't really talk to her as well. So. And you mentioned that you guys both came from a very small town, the same small town, correct? <laughs> is, is substance abuse kind of prevalent in that town? Is it just a coincidence yeah. that you guys kind of come from somewhat similar backgrounds in terms of having a parent that, that struggles with that? I wouldn't say it's like based, the town is actually like a really cute, town it's hood river oregon so it's like a agriculture windsurfing town i mean just like anywhere right there's like people of all different backgrounds and i feel like it's just kind of coincidence that Mm -hmm. yeah but having that similar background does that make you a stronger couple because you know what you don't want your life to be yeah Yeah, i would say so and like it's nice to feel supported like supported in the sense of there's no pressure of like, oh, let's go have a drink. And you're like, oh, I'd rather not. There's not that like pressure there. Um, and there's also like that accountability too. Like, uh, I feel like we've made it this far, this long of like not doing any of that. That it's like now we have each other to keep accountable if those like desires or thoughts ever like did come through. So let's a little more fun topics. Um, Jake, you, you said you did workouts because you wanted to be a Navy SEAL. You made yeah. it a CrossFit gym. Um, can you beat Alex in any workouts? Probably not. No, to be honest. No. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he, he, he used to beat me in every workout. Oh yeah. I used, I used to be really into CrossFit. It was like, I loved it. I do two workouts a day. I, yeah, I was, I really enjoyed it. That was probably when I was like Eight, 16 to 18 was probably when I was really hitting it really hard. Um, and then I got a back injury that really hurt, hurt me. And then the rest of it's just been working. I just have to work all the time. So. Yeah. So you but, don't, you don't CrossFit anymore. Not really. I'm really excited to go back up to Las Vegas this year to be able to start training. Um, we have some friends who want to do the DECA. So I want to start working out with them and training for that. So. Okay. And, and what is that? How do you explain it, honey? The it DECA all, yeah. is a, it's a um, trail off from Spartan. So like there's like Spartan races and they created this thing called the DECA, which is like, it's essentially 10 stations of like burpees, lunges, skier, bike, uh, rower, just like pretty much any little cardio thing you could think of. And you go through the 10 stations as fast as you can. And they have like a couple different versions. They have that one. And then they have one that's like all the stations with a run in between. So it's like you're running and doing those. So it's just a little spinoff of Spartan. And kind of like High Rocks? Probably similar to High Rocks, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I used to always think it was something that Michelle Latondra created. Because oh. of Decacom. <laughs> when, yeah. I, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, this must be a thing that Michelle does. But then I realized it's just a general fitness type competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jake, you're interested in that. You you have a very tall and lean body. Yes. Um, it, and so you're built for that, like running and cardio life. Is that why you're looking forward to that? I'm just, to be honest, I'm really looking forward to like getting back in the gym 
um, having friends and, and, but yes, for sure. Like I, I don't really like the barbell and you know, like all those heavy, heavy movements, especially cause I've got, you know, I hurt my back a couple times, uh, not from that, but you know, it still plays into it, but I love the machines. I love wall balls. I love tall people stuff. You know, that's <laughs> a lot of, you know, in Spartan, there's a lot of running. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. So, and I love Spartans. Uh, oh, gosh. No. Oh, no. So I, back in 2007, the movie 300 came out and I was, I was doing boxing at the time. And um, my dad would always put on that movie for me, the 300 movie. And I got so pumped up from that. And um, yeah, I actually went, went out and bought all like the movie props from that movie. So I have like the whole Spartan get up. Uh, so I when I get to Spartan weight, you know, Spartan races, I wear it and it's really fun. So that yeah. is really cool. Oh, I, I love it. It's, it's awesome. And do you like the competitive so many... part of it? Oh, for sure. I'm very competitive. Yeah. Uh, I used to be very competitive with Alex until she just took off and I couldn't, couldn't keep up with, you know, with her anymore. But, um, there's a long time where I just tried to hold on. I, I knew I couldn't do it, but I'd, I'd push so hard trying to like, Vita on a workout, but she's so cool. It's awesome to, awesome to see her. Um, yeah. So how, how well, how much did that fitness background of yours help you with what you do today? That hard manual labor of cutting down trees and, and moving stuff. Do you, do you attribute that to your success doing that job? Um, yes. I mean, like you can't, you have to be very fit to be able to do, do it for sure. Um, I feel like, I feel like it's main like mental doing what we do because it's so hot all the time out here. And a lot of times like there's not really water next to you and you just have to mentally push through until, you know, until you're done. And it kind of, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a very hard job, but it's, it's fun. Yeah. So I enjoy it. So what was it like at Granite Games for you as a spectator? Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. I cried a couple of times, um, to be honest. It was, we weren't really going into it, like expecting her to do that well, or at least I wasn't because I don't, I don't get to see her train all the time. You know, I'm always either down here in California or working up in Las Vegas. So I actually don't get to see her work out. And, uh, but I know like the sacrifices that she puts in every day, like at the house, she's always, always eating always trying to get recovery, always doing something. But um, at the Granite Games, it was really cool to watch her every event just smash it. And it was awesome that last event with the rope climbs. Um, when it was kind of like she had to win or if she wasn't going to the, you know, the CrossFit Games. I was really nervous. I'm like, oh, okay, she's either going to be crying because she didn't make it or crying because she made it. And I was really scared. But I, I saw her walk or coming down the steps and she was dancing. Uh, you know, the steps down to the field and she was yeah. dancing. I go, she won. I know it was awesome. There's no doubt in my mind. So I kind of want to walk, I want to walk through that weekend with both of you. Uh, I got to talk, a chance to talk to Alex a couple times right before the event completely. Miss Calm, cool, collected, just having a good time. Then we get to the the first night and it's the lift and you take second place in the lift we talked about it um on saturday how you teared up um after you hit that lift 
because you knew you belonged in that moment. You have a great event three. I That's when I talked to you right after that. And we talked about like, you now have the feeling, you know, you belong, you know, you need to be there. And then the, the weekend took a little bit of a turn mm-hmm. into event uh, four and five. Mm-hmm. So what was going through your head and Jake, you as a spectator, what was going through your head at that moment when you had the qualifying spot and then it kind of dipped away a little bit? Uh, for myself, like, uh, chest bar volume and stuff has always been like, it's something I'm really working on. And, um, like going into that event, I didn't know how I was going to do. I was really tired, honestly. Like I was like, that was probably like the least, the worst mindset I had of any event all weekend was that going into that, uh, fourth event just cause I was tired and like really nervous and, um, it was like, okay, well, no matter how you feel, like the clock's going to go three, two, one. And like, you're either going to do it or you're not. Um, and so that one was just like, for me, like getting through it and executing to the best ability that I could do. And, um, I can't remember what I finished that one in. I want to say eighth, but I could be wrong. And I was like, it was kind of like relief. Cause like in the moment or like on the field, I was like, Oh no, like, this is like not going well. Um, and like, I think after so that, event, it was actually 10th. Oh, 10th. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I knew. It was like somewhere towards the bottom. And so I just remember like, okay, like at least it was top 10 or whatever. And um, I think after that event, I was still in fifth, but it was like barely. And then it was after uh, Sunday morning that I fell out of a spot. Um but like, like I said, I executed both of those workouts as best as I could. And like the whole weekend, like talking to Jake or everyone, mm-hmm. it was like, Hey, like I'm going to do my best. And like the outcome, like I can't really control what other people do. Uh, but I also knew, like, I knew the last workout would be good for me. So I was trying to remember that too. Like anything could happen with that last workout. And for me, well, like, so we get, oh, as, as oh, go ahead. yeah, go, you go Jake. Uh, yeah, for me backstage, it was mainly just trying to be calm with her. And like, I knew she was going to do everything she could. So it was just trying to stay calm, watch the TV show, and just do whatever <laughs> I could. And to pump her up, that's Justin's Justin's job. So, um, yeah, that's my mindset. Are you hiding your feelings so that they don't project onto her? Um. Yeah, I mean, when I was down with Justin, everybody, I was, to be honest, I was like, oh boy, like, how's this workout going to play out? And I was, de- you know, but yeah, when I'm backstage with her, it's just calm. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to, we're going to chill. Dur- you know, so. During the uh, fourth workout, the chest bar one, were you like, oh shit? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Hands in my face, like, oh boy. But that was, that was good. That's funny. My my son is a pitcher and my husband and I, when we go watch him pitch, if he's not, if he's pitching poorly, sometimes my husband will put his hands like this, mm-hmm. you know, and I always tell him, I'm like, you can't do that because he can see you. You know, it's not like we're behind the scenes and like yeah. we're standing there watching. So every time and he's a left-handed pitcher. So if you sit on third base side or no, on first base side, like he can see me. And I always just do this thing where I just nod my head. I just go like that. No matter what he's doing, if he's screwing up or whatever, I just kind of do one of these. Like it just gives him like a, 
okay, buddy, like just get back on track and do it. But I'll like be elbowing my husband because he'll have a bad pitch and he'll do like one of these. And yeah, yeah. like you can't let him see you do that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I what I think is, what that. I think is cool is Alex, you said 10th was toward the bottom and that just right, shows <laughs> your change in mindset because there are 30 athletes. Uh, just so you know, 10th is not to, towards the bottom, but it's towards the bottom of Top your third. expectations now. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that's cool. So event five, a very unique event for semifinals. Oh yeah. You know, well, it's the it's the only outdoor event. A lot of running around the stadium. Is that something that that you are accustomed to, or did you go into that with a weird? I wasn't like. I mean, I was nervous, but I wasn't actually like overly i was just like the normal amount of nervous for that one like just because i knew it would hurt but i like i like kind of just like the monostructural like monotone cardio stuff where it's like hey you're biking now you're running now like it's just really like put your head down and go um so i like i liked that workout actually and like i executed as best as i could I don't remember what I got. Was that the one I got eighth in? You probably know better than I do. Correct. Okay. <laughs> that was the one that. I got eighth in. So, like, I was happy with that because, of course, in a field of 30, like you said, there's going to be some girls from heats one and two um, that are good cardio, like, engine work athletes that maybe didn't show up much in other events, but, like, we're going to sneak in in a run, um, biking workout. So, I think going into that event, knowing I couldn't – get too many spaces between me and certain athletes if I still wanted a shot. Um, like it was nerve wracking being on the field because they did all 30 of us at once for that event. So instead of heats, we were all together. And uh, it was nerve wracking seeing like different athletes that you maybe hadn't seen before, like either in front of you or close to you. Cause you're like, crap, like that's another athlete putting points between me and other people um, on both ends. So like sometimes it's good cause if they're helping you or not. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I liked that event. I did the best I could. I just need to get better at like, I mean, you can always get a better engine. So that's. And is Justin giving you this insight as, in, as you go into the workout? Cause you mentioned like people that you need to be ahead of or people that, you know, are you aware of that going into it? He actually did a really good job of not stressing me out. He never once was like, Hey, you need like, you need to beat this person or you can't let this person pass you. Like okay. I just had a vague, vague idea like you know a couple names that are close to you and right um I tried not to stress too much about the leaderboard uh but no Justin was like the perfect amount of intense if that makes sense how do you feel about um not leaderboarding at all like does the thought of that terrify you like not having that information because there are athletes that will go the whole weekend and not look at the leaderboard I think I said I was like oh I'm just not gonna look at the leaderboard like the first yeah, but you the first day I said that. And then after the lift, I was like, no, I'm going to look. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I always, I've always wondered how that works because I don't think I could be that kind of person either. It's kind of like, you know, when someone's on a diet and you tell them not to weigh themselves every day and it's like really hard not to weigh yourself every day. Cause you yeah, just like, you want to know like how you're doing and progressing. I think it depends too on your expectations of the weekend. Like let's just say I didn't get second in the lifting event or third in that chipper. And like, maybe I was sitting middle of the pack. Like, I might not care as much if the reality of making the games wasn't there. But, like, mm -hmm. once 
it's a possibility, then you're like, okay, like I do kind of want to know, like, what do I have to do? So I um, talked to one of the other athletes after that event and they were, they were one of that, those lower tier athletes that they, they were so excited that they got an opportunity to be on the floor with you guys. I was curious as to your perspective as to how that felt being one of the top people fighting for a spot did that make it harder for you with all those people on the floor? No, like I said, it was really like, it made it more nerve wracking. Right. Cause you don't know like how all these girls are going to do. Um, but it was cool. I mean, like I was heat one for all the events, maybe except for one at West coast. So like, I'm not above them in the sense of like, Oh, like we have to share a floor. Like that's not at all how I felt. Like I thought it was really cool to like have that many women all at once going. Um, yeah, I thought it was how great. Co how cool is it for you to go from being in heat one for most of West Coast Classic to being in the last heat at Granite Games and having other women look at you like, oh, wow, I get to compete with her in the same heat? Yeah, kind of surreal, honestly. Yeah? <laughs> Weird. It's like, I don't know. It just, it's hard. Since it happened in a year, it's sometimes hard to believe it happened. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. And so it, it was crazy to watch. So Jake, like when they went on that run, because there's 30 people out there, you couldn't tell who was on what lap, who was in the lead, who was between who as a spectator, does that make you more nervous? Well, I was, I was with Justin that, on that one and we were kind of, you know, watching to see who was, who was where. And it was definitely crazy to see uh, there's some fast runners on that one. I mean, it's pretty crazy. You know, like, I think Mal crushed that workout. Oh, uh, she was on the bike. I remember I was biking, and I think I had, like, 15 to 20 calories left. And they're like, Mal O'Brien's getting off the bike. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, it was that was crazy. I think it was, Mal was Amanda. Amanda Bonhart. I think she did real good on that Emily one. Emily Rule. Oh, it was Emily. Okay, yeah. Well, it was really cool to, to watch them uh, absolutely crush it. But it was definitely nerve-wracking to see because I – I don't think you're the best run in the world, but she's she's working on it every day. It's pretty cool to watch her run. But I didn't know how that one was going to play out. I thought she was going to do not too good, but she did amazing. So, yeah. So from behind the scenes, now we're going into the final event. And all weekend, Justin is coming up to me going, just wait till you see event six. Just wait till you see event six. Event six is coming up. And then right before event six, he comes over, he pats me on the back, and he goes, it's to go time. <laughs> so I stood right in front of your lane up on the, the top tier where Justin and Kiefer were at. And you took the bull by the horns and just went ape. Um, how did that feel as you were doing it? Did you know that you were beating your competition by so much? Um, I, well, I knew fee was with me in the beginning and, like, you can kind of hear the announcers. So, like, I knew she was the one closest to me, but I never heard any other names. So, once I passed me, I kind of just assumed I was ahead. Um, but that event was so fun. It was so fun to, like, not feel nervous. I didn't even, like, that event was just fun the whole time, um, which was cool. And you executed perfectly. Like, there were no missteps. You had your chalk ready. Uh, you didn't miss the rope on any jumps. Um, do you think that's as perfect a run as you could have done? 
Uh, Justin told me to slow yeah. down. Yeah, she's gonna say <laughs> like that. Halfway, like halfway through, just because like he's like, there's no need. Like afterwards, he's like, there was just no need to like. You could have gone faster, but there was just no point in risking it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt really good. I don't know. I there's nothing I guess I would have changed, but like it would have been fun to try to like go as fast as I could have. Yeah, I heard him in an interview say that, like he just didn't want you to to have a misstep. Yeah, because it one misstep on that event is costly. Oh, for sure. And for sure. Um, but do you think if you could have gone full out, you could have got the record? Well, I don't remember what the record time was. I don't know. Jake's nodding. Yes. <laughs> Just no saying. I, I think it's. I think twenty eight. Faster. So. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe three twenty eight. Maybe. And you were what? Right about four. Uh. I don't, I don't know, know, but I just know she's going very fast. So, <laughs> crushing it. Yeah, and if you did half of it at a slower pace, that's pretty amazing and still doing a four-minute event. Thank you. So I want to ask just an overall question. The rubber pellets. Yeah. Did they annoy you during the weekend or did you just have to block them out? Every time I walked on the field and came off, I had, my shoes were full of them. Um, I came from a lacrosse background. So like turf is not new to me. Um, I had it in my bags and my socks and my cleats. Uh, I didn't really think anything of it, honestly. And on those burpee workouts, you guys were covered. Yeah. I, honestly didn't even pay attention like like i said lacrosse just had me so conditioned to it i had it in my mouth guard in my foot like it just uh, turf was did you part of did my, your parents ever yell at you for leaving it outside the shower when you take a shower after my after like, oh, practice? like the little pebbles um, yeah because i find them in my bathroom all the time and i'm like dude <laughs> i'm sure my mom got after me at some point <laughs> so you 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 get your name announced fourth place granite games what's the feeling that comes over you in that moment uh well i, I think the first one was relief because it was like oh i did it and then it like started to sink in like oh like i made it to the games like i feel like throughout the weekend it was almost like oh like the goal of top five is like i just want to be in the top five and of course it's a spot at the games but like i feel like your mindset kind of shifts to like just the numbers like i just need to be in the top five and you kind of forget like the overarching goal so then it was like oh it's like the games like i made it to the next step um so yeah i don't know lots of emotions for sure do you think it's an advantage of competing at granite games which is an outdoor competition the games are going to be a lot of outdoor components so you got like a run in that environment do you think that's going to help you Maybe I loved it actually. Like if I had a choice of a semifinal ever again, like I loved the outdoor atmosphere. There was something kind of calming about it. Like you're not like I don't know. It was I liked it a lot. A lot a lot. I saw a I saw an interview with Hunter McIntyre, um, and he said something about um if he had one piece of advice for somebody as a rookie going to the games, he would it would be to train on turf. Cause he mm. said the turf really messed him up as an athlete, like not being used to it, especially 
the year that he was there, it was that like rope climb running snatch event and, you know, mm -hmm. snatching a moderately heavy barbell on turf is just like a different kind of feeling. So yeah. it's good that you say that. And you obviously have experience on mm -hmm. turf in terms of the sensation of what it feels like under your feet. But I could see for a lot of people, it's sort of throwing them off, especially like handstand walking, you know, the things that we do in the gym all the time that we don't experience on turf. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. What are you excited about at the games? Because it's going to be a different test. Uh, there's going to be things that you haven't seen yet. What are you yeah. excited to get your hands on? Um, man, I I hope there's like, I don't know. I love like the high skill stuff. Um, I'd love like some sort of like Linda workout. That would be fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you and know. your you and your eight hundred pound bench press, right? Two twenty five. Is that what you benched back in high school? Uh, yeah, in high school I did. Yeah. Good grief, Lord. Love um, it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of excited for all of it. Like being it, since it's like my rookie year. Like there's not expectations, right? Like Tia has expectations. Like if she didn't win, the whole world would like freak out. Yeah. But like I get to go in and like obviously I want to do well and I want to like hopefully like get top 10 in some events and like make a name for myself, but also there is no expectations. So like I can go in and just play my game and ex ex actually like enjoy it and experience it. Are there any of the odd objects that you're excited to see? Like, you know, uh, the pig, the snail, the, I like the pig, uh, the pig. Flip. Oh. Yeah. I like the pig. We've been doing a lot of yolk. Uh, I don't love it, but like, I can do it. Like it just, <laughs> it just hurts your back. Um, I like the pegboard. I don't know. I like it all. I think it'll be fun. So what, what's the plan? Um, one, does Jake have the week off? I do. I'm excited to go and watch. I've awesome. actually gone to every single CrossFit game since 2012, except one. I missed the 2017. Wow. So, like my vacation after I work all season. So very cool. Yeah. This one might be a little stressful though. <laughs> I might be yeah. a lot of stuff. Mm. I know. I mean, like a little different. It's gonna be a lot different. It's gonna be cool to have someone like that I I, I know um, to like root for. Will you so. be able to grab a coach's pass, or are I you gonna stay know. out? I'm hoping, but if not, we've got a lot of family there. I'll just hang yeah. out with them. So, so how, so how many have... people are you taking with you? Um, a lot of people. So, um, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law are coming uh and then there's a lot of people from the gym that are coming as well because we have a few athletes so actually both gyms so my Oregon gym like Karen one of the coaches she made it as a master's so she's going with a few other girls from the gym and then in Las Vegas another uh master Debbie made it so there's like a lot of other coaches going there's just a lot of people that like i know going which will be really do you think funny. reagan will be there she hasn't said anything i don't know i think she would have told me if she was going so maybe mm -hmm. not. i love i love her by the way she's like one of my favorite people i i didn't even know you guys had a connection at mm -hmm. all but when i heard you know what she did for you i was not surprised at all she's just such a lovely human i really yeah. like reagan a lot yeah how, how much do you two stay in contact today we text like off and on. Um, obviously, she's busy. I'm busy. So it's more like, hey, like checking in. Like, how are you? Um, if I go to Oregon, I'll try to pop in and say hi. And um, 
visit her when I did, go. Did you hear from her when you qualified? Yes. Yes. She sent me a really, really nice message and um, it was very sweet. That's awesome. So you're in California now spending a little alone time together because your house in Vegas is a little chaotic right now. I love it. Uh, yeah, Justin and Ashley moved The Cutlers have invaded. <laughs> they didn't invade. We invited them. Uh, they're there for a month, but it's great. I just, so they're, they're staying in our house because uh, we live on Jake's parents' property. Okay. Um, and since Jake and his dad and his brother are gone, um, I'm just sleeping in his brother's room in, like, his parents' house. So mm -hmm. I was like, you can just stay in mine and I'll go sleep in that bedroom. So I love it. I love having family around. Um like that's one thing I really miss about Oregon. So I was like, come on in. And like, we, I don't know. I love it. Like we watched a movie together the other night. And like, yeah, there's I like always, there's movie. always something going on. Um, whose dog is it? Your Yeah. Oh. I, I was just going to talk about that. It's so cute. I've seen so many pictures of Ivy and yeah, mm -hmm. I was I was teasing her that we're going to have to get rid of Duke and give him, give, give Duke to Ivy. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was, she was crying the other day cause uh, Alex was leaving to the gym Wait, no, wait, what, what was it? Uh, Duke was over, like, where I was, and I was leaving, and I went over to, like, check in with them, and Ivy was like, where's Duke? Can I go get him? And I was like, not right now, honey, like, because like, I didn't want her to go and let the other dogs out or anything, and uh -huh. she just started bawling. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Well, this is good. This gives um, this gives Ivy an outlet to sort of like get her dog fix going. But I know Ashley probably the last thing she wants is a dog when they move to their new house. So yeah, this is like a permanent place where Ivy can go and and get her dog fix and not have to have a cotler dog in the future. Yeah, exactly. They need that like a hole in the head right now. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Do does Ivy give you any tips in gymnastics or ninja work? Uh, I'm sure she will. She's a little stud. She is amazing. We were in the <laughs> yeah. ninja gym uh, last week. I went up to um, up to Las Vegas last week. She is insane. The stuff that she could do, I I couldn't even get close to. She's, yeah. she's like a, she's a monkey. She's amazing. Yeah. She's something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I was looking at some numbers and I was going to pull them up, but my, it's not working on my computer. I don't know if Cat can pull them up. We have our partners at Fantasy Fitnessing. They queried uh, all of your event finishes from 2020 forward. Um, and one of the things I thought was really cool is uh, they have your Granite Games and your average finish. Is that oh, okay. It? Yep. Yeah, so average finish is 5.8 at Granite Games. Your West Coast Classic from last year your average finish was 17.1. Oh, wow. That is such a huge improvement in one year. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Um, they did a breakdown by movement. So if a workout had burpees in it, they put the finishes here. If it had a clean in it, they put the finishes here. Oh, um, cool. And so you can kind of see like what your, what movements are you best at? But because you're so new to the sport and you're improving so fast, it's hard to get a trend at this point. Yeah. And bench press wasn't one of them. So we know. <laughs> thrusters. You're looking pretty strong on the thrusters year over year. Thank you. How tall are you, Alex? I am five, uh, five, six. Oh, okay. 
So you're on the taller side. Yeah. So are I want a short I, girl movement. So. So you were sporting the born primitive stuff at Granite, mm-hmm. and you're now a games athlete. How have things changed on that front? Sponsorship, um, followers, all of that stuff. We know that you're doing so many podcasts now. Um, so how much has that popularity jumped up? And how, I know you're very strong in your faith. How do you keep yourself humble with all this coming at you? Um, I'll answer the last question first. Like, I can tell you right now, like my life, obviously like there's little differences, right? Like money or clothes or this or that, but like no one loves me more like because I have this many followers compared to when I have had 2000. Um, and it's interesting because I remember having like 1000 being like, Oh, like when I get to 2000, like my Instagram is going to look so cool. Or like, Oh, when I get to 10,000, like things are going to change, but it doesn't like, things happen right like you might get more money or you might get more sponsorship offers but like it doesn't change who you are as a person and it doesn't change like i mean do you love me more because i have more followers like i don't know right it it doesn't make it easier to qualify for the games you still have to put in all the work and do the training and Um, yeah and i'm not gonna lie like it's important like at this point like instagram is a um it's a really big tool for sponsorships and money and i think if you can just separate like your identity from your instagram then um it keeps you humble because you're like it doesn't actually matter like these twenty thousand people aren't going to be at my hospital bed if i die they might give me like a like on a picture but yeah wow that's a really interesting way to look at it yeah seriously um i know you're grounded in your faith how do you reset yourself every day to keep that mindset of I am me, I'm not what social media looks like? Do you read the Bible every day? Do you do a um, a journal or something like that? Uh, I have like the version Bible app. It's like just like a Bible on your phone. Oh, yeah. They have a verse of the day. So like we'll read that together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing a devotional together. Sometimes it's hard because he's like works – early to like seven like not well he like goes to bed around seven thirty eight, and then I like sleep in a little more and then am working till 8 30 so sometimes during the work season we can't really do that together um but I feel like we both make sure to pray together before we go to bed or when we wake up uh, and then yeah I make sure I at least read something every day when you're on these work schedules that are so crazy like that, do you have a point in the day, like a lunchtime or something that you can, you connect every day so I that you're, you feel together? We usually talk at night time. Yeah. Night times usually are our time to kind of connect and uh, yeah, read the verse of the day or just go through and read some, some passages. That's usually what we do and then pray every night. So. Yeah. I, um, Back to your followers and all that. I'm, I'm actually talking to Benji tomorrow. Oh, cool. Uh, about something else, not you, but we we talked about you a little bit in setting up the meeting. And uh, and he was so excited that you were going to be on today. And um, and so I know he's in your corner working that stuff so that you can make this 
a profession where you can support yourself with yeah. your career. Would you ever give up your coaching to be a full-time athlete? I would maybe not like to work so late. Like I coach till 8.30 a couple nights a week. Um, but I, I would still like to stay involved in some capacity at the gym because like I love I love the members and like a lot of those people like I have good relationships with. So like it would be nice just to coach like a couple hour, like an hour or two, like not late. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and Kat just opened up her own affiliate. So she knows the hour oh, thing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. It's a grind. Thank you. I'm the only coach. So, you know, we have a 5.15 a.m. and we have a 6.30 p.m. So it's And you well, coach all day? Awesome. I do, yeah. Wow. Girl, you need to get another coach. I know, yeah. It's been uh, – I have I have a friend who has her level one, and she will sub in for me, like, if my son has a baseball game and, you know, or, like, I'm going to the beach next weekend for a couple of days, and she's going to do, like, a Friday night and a Saturday morning for me. But she's not, like, an official – coach she has a full-time job so I'm, I'm working on it but gotcha. it's definitely the first couple of months were brutal like yeah. I didn't even know like how to spell my name um I yeah. feel like I've gotten I've gotten used to it now I'm on like a caffeine thing where I get like enough milligrams during the day where I can function oh man <laughs> but we had a class thanks, this morning thanks to our like sponsor one... yes thank C4, you C4 gets, and gets 200 milligrams a pop yeah, it's helpful. Did you guys do a workout this? Well, no, you're in California, so you didn't. Yeah. You weren't I at the gym. No, it's a rest day. Yeah, I flew in last night. I leave tomorrow morning. I just was like, okay, like let's spend the fourth together. Mm -hmm. Flights can we can you can find cheap flights. So it was like eighty dollars round trip. So it was like okay, like let's spend the fourth together. I'm very much rest day. I'm so tired today. I bet. Where do you fly into? You have like uh, a small airport. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. I love that airport. It's really small. <laughs> Perfect. I think last time we went, or she, I dropped her off. She was like 15 minutes until her plane like left. Yeah, I was really late, but it's such a small airport that you just walk right in. Yeah, yeah there's like what two gates, three gates, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's key. I love those airports. Mm -hmm. So nice. There was there's an airport. I remember City, Maryland. Oh, is there? Yeah. There was one in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma. I remember that I used to fly out of for work, and you could only have. I think you can only have one plane there at a time. Like it was that wow. small and they didn't have lights. So they would never, you know, you weren't flying past like four or five o'clock at night landing or mm -hmm. taking off. So yeah, those are good. You could show up basically two seconds before. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so what does the next month look like? Um, you're training for the games. Are the, are you increasing volume? Are you tapering down? Uh, I'd say volume volume is relatively the same it's just different like it's just everything's a little bit heavier and there's more like strong man um i haven't done anything like outdoorsy yet i think this next month is when we're gonna go like riding bikes and running trails and uh ricky just got into town yesterday so he's here to train um so i haven't talked to justin quite yet but i think this next month will look a little bit more like Games training. Gamesy. Mm -hmm. uh, how's your swimming? I'm not like yesterday. Yeah, I swim yesterday. Uh, I'm not like a background swimmer, so I'm not gonna like get in the pool and like blow a time out of the water or anything. But like, I feel confident that I'm not gonna like. I don't panic in the water. I can swim decently fast. I'm just not. 
since I didn't grow up like on a swim team or anything, I don't know the little stuff that makes you that much faster. Um, so I'd say like, I'm not bad. I'm just not like, I'm not a swim team gal. So when are you uh, heading to Wisconsin? Uh, the Friday before. So I think that's the 29th. When is it and then start? did the, t- the whole team get an Airbnb or are you doing your own thing? Uh, I'm staying at the Athlete Hotel, so they reserved some rooms at the Edgewater. Uh, I'm going to stay there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then what does the future look like? Are you, after you're done with the games, how are you going to take some time off, uh, do some celebrating that you made the games? Yeah, I think after the games, I'd like to take a few weeks, either – Come down here if Jake's still here. Um, spend time at the beach. I don't know. Just like take a month where like I just do whatever fitness sounds fun. Like go to class. Go like, on some hikes. Go on hikes. Yeah, Jake wants to go camping. Yeah, I'm. I love camping. Like it's the, my favorite thing to do. There's some awesome hot springs down in Las Vegas, but we can't always go together because she's always you know she has to get her you know, get her sleep or she has to train. So I'm usually going out there by myself. Yeah, so I think that'd be fun to do. Yeah, maybe like a little road trip or camping trip. Um, Yeah, that's ideally. And then just like off, then it'll be off season. Do you take Duke on your camping trips? I do. Yeah. yeah. If I can't take, if I can't take Alex, I always take Duke. Um, He loves it. It's it's awesome to have him. He's a good cuddle buddy too. Mm -hmm. And then next season back in Vegas. Going, yep. through this, going through, yeah? Yeah. I like it. Justin's created a good good team, and um, obviously I've gotten a lot better, so it's working. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool to see in one year, like, what she's done. And, like, yeah. or, I mean, like, Justin's been amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's he's amazing. That's all I'm going to say. Well, and you can tell that you feel that way because you invited him into your home. There's, <laughs> yeah. no, there's no bigger a compliment than inviting someone into your home that you love and has done so much for you. Yeah. No, I love their family. Like Ash and I, when we were watching movies, she like had her arm around me and I was like, it's just cool. It's like a family, which I love. Every time I'm out there, I want to move to Vegas. Like it's Ashley, hot. it's hot, but it's nice. <laughs> she, Ashley sends me DMS. When are you coming? When are you coming? She's the Vegas recruiter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a sweetheart. I have a hair question to ask you, Alex. Yes, so ma'am. there was a there was a picture. I think it was when you were on the Savan podcast. Um, you were West Coast, and it looked like you were actively competing, and your hair was down. That was an accident. Okay, so did something break, or did you like you were doing it and it popped off? Or I think my hair tie fell out. Okay, it was like I on had the- to make sure you weren't insane and just like did that. No, on that one was an accident. <laughs> He was going to do that for the last events, uh, the rope climb workout. That would have been so yeah, cool. Been, nope. Like, yeah. You can't do that. I wanted to. Please. Every once in a while, I get sassy and I like wear my glasses and I'll put my hair down. Like if I'm in like a local comp just to like piss people yeah. off, you know, yeah. and just be like, look, she doesn't even have her hair up and she's wearing her glasses and she's winning or something. So I thought maybe that was a, that was it. a move, but uh, no, I like it. I, I wasn't in the position to be making moves at West Coast. <laughs> I was just trying to survive. Well, I fully expect if something comes up in your wheelhouse at the games that I think you should do it on purpose. I think that would be really cool. There's a bench press. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I I would if 
there's an event that would be okay. Yeah, if Linda's up, you have to go hair down. Oh, but that... I don't know, though, because, like, the bench and the... That, that one might be hard. That one might be hard to do hair down. I love it. We'll think all about right. it. We'll we'll consult. All right, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> well, I could I could sit and talk to you guys forever. Um, this has been awesome. We we're up against the hour. Um, I want to thank you guys so much uh, yeah, for jumping you. on with us. Thank you. And good luck me. at the games. Thank you. Yeah, come back anytime. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember. You can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use, and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.